0: Possibilities, a podcast for those who are ready to evolve into unstoppable, intuitive, and resilient entrepreneurial leaders. Every episode features successful business thought leaders who share their wisdom about insightful topics that help you amplify how you do business and serve yourself and others. Get comfortable and have fun as you listen to your host, Terry Wilderman, have lively conversation with her guest. Here's Terry. Welcome everyone to this episode of Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wilderman. Every week we bring dynamic conversation with incredible people who have a lot to share to help you, the entrepreneur, awaken the possibilities in your life. This week, hey, we have an amazing, amazing guest. Lee Miltier has joined the podcast and we have been conversing before the show. And what I can tell you is, Hold on to your seats. It's going to be quite the entertaining podcast. So a little bit about Lee. She is an internationally known and celebrated entrepreneur, a visionary, a best-selling author, and award-winning professional speaker, TV personality, and intuitive business mentor. She provides business and success advice and resources to over 250,000 people worldwide. And she's the founder of the Millionaire Smarts Program, which supplies coaching for other coaches, and businesses. She hosted America's premier experts TV show, which was aired on NBC, CBS, ABC, and Fox affiliates. Lee speaks all over North America and Europe in conventions, private companies, entrepreneurial, and niche market events. Welcome to the podcast, Lee. It is so exciting to have you here.
1: Thank you so much, Terry. I always uh, love to be with you personally and professionally. Thank you for inviting me you are so,
0: so welcome. I mean, we really do have a good time. We don't we do. stop talking when we get together. That's right. We, we need to do that more often. <laughs> yes, we do. Absolutely. So Lee, one of the things I know about you is that you've been an entrepreneur for a long time. I knew about you long before you knew about me. I was living in Chesapeake, Virginia, and that was 25 years ago and a mutual colleague kept trying to bring us together. And it just never happened. And I'm a firm believer that things happen in just the right time time frame. So all the way back when, you were an entrepreneur. So you've been in this realm for a very long time. What about being an entrepreneur is special to you?
1: Well, I would say that one of my greatest values in life is freedom. And I don't like glass ceilings. I don't like people telling me what to do. I'm not really uh, cut out to be an employee. I am really cut out to be the leader of the boss. Um, I started my first company at 12. I had 37 people working for me at 12 years old. So um, yes, I've been an entrepreneur a long time. I grew up on a ranch farm and I really got training there, Terry, in the sense of uh, the rules are whatever is in front of you that there are no set things that have to be done in exactly the same way, that you really interpret the signals that you're getting from the animals, from the land, from the weather, Mm. uh, your intuition. Um, My father was better with figuring out what the weather was going to be than any newscast ever. And so I had this background of being in touch with that. And so Uh, By the way, I I really didn't like being in school. So all of that felt very confining to me. So I am the epitome of wanting to be free.
0: And freedom is my number one value also. So that's why we get along so well because I'm like you, I don't make a really good employee. I need to work for myself and I have been since I was 18 years old and like you, I didn't have 36 employees, but when I was a kid,
1: I used to sell rides in my little red flyer wagon. Remember those things? I do. I do. (laughs) I just bought a new one for my new house for the groceries in the elevator.
0: There you go. (laughs)
1: So uh, yeah, the little red,
0: I used to sell rides for pennies. Oh, that was great. I was under 10 or something like that. Anyway, so what is it that you love? I know that uh, freedom is your number one uh, value when it comes to being an entrepreneur. Why are you doing what you're doing now? What got you to this focus in time? Because you're a trainer, you're a coach, you're a mastermind provider. You do so many amazing, amazing things.
1: That is a fabulous question, Terry. Um, I I actually wait to be inspired uh, from an inner source of really how to use my abilities. Um, a lot of external forces have tried to lure me to them, uh, like super wealthy men thinking, "Oh, you you'd be you know the perfect." you know, rich wife, but, you know, you have to be all these things, and I can't be any of those things. Um, I like uh, to sort of fly by the seat of my pants into the reality and just turn it over to spirit, so to speak. Um, I have felt called to all those things. I, around the age of 22, decided that the calling for me was going to be sort of self-help, even though I didn't know how to just to describe that. So I lived a a number of years just in the library, uh, reading all kinds of books that normally a 22-year-old wouldn't read. But I will tell you that when I was in high school, um, because I was quite the handful, they assigned me to the library just basically to get rid of me. And (laughs) in the library, I found Think and Grow Rich and Psycho-Cybernetics and the Magic of Believing. And I read those at 16. And for the first time in my life, I felt so empi- empowered yeah. that the fact that I was poor, I had no money, no resources, and no clear plan on how to do anything in life, those three books convinced me that I would make it. And, there you go. and, they, and they were all true. So I, I could make money in anything, because I, I, this is my opinion, I am smart. I can learn anything I want to learn, but if I don't want to learn it, I'm not going, to learn, not going it. to learn it. And I only want to learn what I want to learn. And I'm going to be good at that. So I'm very attracted to the whole, uh, let's improve our brain. Let's in- improve our pr- probabilities of success. I love success. Uh, money is very important to me because it is a tool of freedom. Yes, it is it a is. tool. And I, I am very much about using my five types of energy, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial to make sure that I live in the, not in the poor way that I grew up in, but in the way that I want to live. So I'm
0: curious, you're living the way you want to live. One thing I know is that you have fun. And you also have amazing talent in areas that folks don't really know about.
1: So I suspect that that painting behind you. Oh, yeah, is that one painting is areas. mine. <laughs> yes, that is one of my new paintings. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my paintings are all like that. They're very sort of Caribbean and uh, palm trees and water and stuff like that. That's what I'm attracted to. So if you come to my house, by the way, you'll notice my walls in my office are purple. Yes, uh, <laughs> So I have fun with that. Uh, I, look, you can only have so many businesses. I have people all the time wanting to buy my work. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to give you the work because I really am not starting another business. I have enough businesses rolling. And if you have a great hobby that you love, you really shouldn't involve money in it because now it goes from fun to pressure.
0: There you go. Yeah. Understood. And I know that you've been painting for quite a while and I've watched your paintings evolve over the years. That's beautiful. And I'm curious, how do you equate creating a painting
1: and entrepreneurship, the
0: the steps that are involved?
1: So how do I, so we had a little blip in, I couldn't hear the question.
0: How do you, I know you love painting, and I know it's not part of of being an entrepreneur, so to speak, but the steps are so similar to creating a painting and running an entrepreneurial business. Where do you see the marriage between the two?
1: Okay, so if I'm getting ready to create a painting, uh, the first thing I do is really sort of ask myself from an inner perspective, what, what do I feel attracted to? Uh, I have lots of pictures from magazines that I I save and, like, I like the scene, so I'm sort of modeling things that I like, that I feel attracted to. Uh, The other thing is really setting up the environment that that painting can thrive in and be be born in, meaning I have all the right paints and the right brushes, I have the right easel, I have the right canvas, I have all those uh, accrued moments as one would mm-hmm. say uh, the other thing is I have to schedule time to actually create a foundation uh, for people who don't pay- paint paint uh, you don't really know all the work that goes just like being an entrepreneur you don't know all the yeah. work that goes into creating a painting they think you just start painting but there has to be a foundation there has to be a you know like a blank slate you got to put a color over it and then you paint the colors over colors um i paint primarily uh, oil paintings uh, which take forever to dry but last forever but the great thing about oil is you can paint over oil so mm. if i painted the whole thing black i could literally paint all over it in white which you can't do with some other mediums so i think in uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, one of the things that we have to do is uh, have a very clear plan. Uh, a uh, For me, the plan and the prep really will create the end result. I'm not a wing it person at all. Uh, a lot of times people ask me, like, you've done this long speech and, you know, you didn't use any notes. And I'm like, they, they honestly think that that's the first time it's come out of your mouth, but the the yeah. amount of research and time and rehearsal and and knowing your stuff and it's the same thing with painting you have to you know painting is really a it's technique it's learning how to make certain things and certain movements over and over again and entrepreneurs I think often uh, if they had a challenge it's their reinventing the wheel mm-hmm not clear plans they don't have a foundation and they just think i with a little bit of information i can just take off you know you know those mm-hmm. brand new entrepreneurs they just have oh, yeah. an idea and then they just launch into the idea without this this thinking of where is this energy going? What is going to be the result of this? Uh, what is it I'm not seeing? Uh, is this really for my highest and best to do? Uh, have I listened to, have I checked it out with my intuition? Uh, is, is it just a shiny object? So there's a lot of inner dialoguing, as I would say, mm. g- going on with art or with my business. I always ask myself, what is it I'm not seeing? what is it I don't know? That's a
0: great question. A great and
1: question. as you know, Terry, whenever you ask yourself these questions, your brain actually gives you an answer. And yes. it might be in the middle of the night, or it might be in the shower, or might be walking somewhere, but suddenly it goes, oh, here's what you don't know. You need mm-hmm. to check this. And so I'm very much about stimulating uh, my conscious mind connecting to my subconscious mind, connecting to the superconscious mind, and also trying to envision: uh, if I take this action, if I do this, where is it going? Mm-hmm. So, so you will understand this. Like I've written a bunch of books. I really don't write a book unless there's a back end. Like there's a reason for the book that right. it's going to bring speaking engagements. It's going to bring coaching. It's going to bring something to myself. Uh, and the only book that I have ever written that wasn't with that agenda was a book. Um, let's see if I have it here. I do. It's called the magic of prayers, which actually I channeled in a weekend and oh, wow. wrote all these prayers. And it was something much more powerful than me that wrote these prayers. Uh, and I, mm-hmm. I made a, a Christmas gift for all my clients and it was much smaller than this. And my publisher got this. And he said, "These are the best prayers I've ever seen, and if you would just add forty more prayers to it, I will publish it." Now I will tell you, it has no back end. I've not gotten one speaking engagement, not one coaching client. It's my best-selling book; it sells like hotcakes. There you go. There you go.
0: And there's a word that keeps coming up as as you were talking, and that is the word creativity. I find that entrepreneurs who have been in business for X amount of time, say they've been in business for five years, their creativity muscle atrophies a little bit. They get into this doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a difference. And there are either two extremes, either the ones who are stuck and happy where they are, not, I shouldn't say stuck, but they're happy where they are. And there is very little creativity. And then there's others who are constantly creating due to the shiny object syndrome. (laughs) So we've got the two extremes. So you need creativity to do art and I don't like to use the word need because that means lack. We have creativity to do art. I believe most, you know, it comes from within entrepreneurs and creativity. Can you, can you talk about that? Because that really is important.
1: Okay. So, um, I'm very blessed that I'm sort of right-brained and left-brained equal. Yeah. Uh, you know, some creative people are so right-brained that, you know, they wouldn't be able to look at a spreadsheet, uh, you know, financial spreadsheet or something. By the way, I really don't like looking at those, but I can read them, and I've learned to do that because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I do you're absolutely right. I believe that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs sort of have a creative idea of what their business is going to be like, but then they get caught in uh, minutiae of the everyday running of the business. So I've just hired two people, so I am training from nine to twelve almost every day. And I can train thousands of people and it's fun. But to train one on one is not fun for me because it's also training stuff that inside my brain is going, God, you should know this. I should have to teach you this. <laughs> You're I've been job. there. I have been there. <laughs> Yes, I have been there. (laughs) So it it sucks out the creativity out of you because you're doing all this minutiae, oh God, QuickBooks and stuff like that or inventory or did we order this? And we're getting ready to do a new online course and there's a lot of new learning curves to it. And after I have the meeting with all the people we're doing with all the technology, I need to go lay down because they have sucked really all the creativity out of me so i would say most entrepreneurs to get past that is they actually have to just uh, really limit per day how much of that in office grunt work that you have to do and then make sure that you are uh inserting like i use meditation i use walking on the beach um i use artwork um, i have other art things that I do. Like I have, I have glued seashells on everything that's not moving in my house. Okay, swear. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and then, and then I get tired of it, and I give it. And they're great presents. I mean, people love my presents because they're beautiful artwork things. And then they're like, "Oh, it's a gift for you. Uh, you please take it." But I just think that the regular entrepreneurs are depleted because they are not actually scheduling the time to allow the child to come out mm-hmm. and play. Yes. And when I do go to the art room, I do say, and, and by the way, when I built my house, I made it a big priority that my house had a big art room nice. because I was living in a closet before, you know, that extra closet that you finally cleaned out um, and then it became your yeah. art room. But then it became so junky. You couldn't actually use the art room. So when we built my new house, I, I actually built a very big studio, um, because I said, Thanks. if I don't make it nice, I won't use it. There you go. So it's a big priority. And so I recommend everybody make their creativity priority. And by the way, I have linked creativity to money. Ah,
0: tell me more.
1: <laughs> so I am very much about the more I paint, the better writer I am. Ah. The more I uh, do creative, fun stuff, like I love to decorate, primarily I just move things around, but I mean, I love to, I love that creative expression. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, even the way that I dress, I like for it to be creative and, and, yeah. and make you feel inspired because every, my speaking, my writing, everything improves with me. In fact, when I want to write a new book, which I'm getting ready to do, I actually uh, try to schedule in a lot of creative time before I start because it it triggers. excites your brain. Yeah, it
0: does. And you know, here's what I know about you is, first of all, you always look gorgeous. So I know that creative side is there with the clothes that you wear, the jewelry that you wear, everything is, you know, it's just, you, you always look stunning. Thank and,
1: you. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, the older we get, you know, it, it, it's, it's a lot of work.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> not for the faint hearted.
0: <laughs> and But it's about colors, it's about design, it, it's about uh, triggering the amygdala, trigda- triggering those parts of our brain that juice things up. I know for myself, one of the things that I love to do is my creativity comes when I'm making my designs online. You know, the, the meme for this or the meme for that or whatever, it, you know, the online creativity piece for me uh, is a lot. Yesterday, I just put up a new banner on my Facebook page, and I put up another different banner on LinkedIn, and I was actually dreaming about it. And that's where my creativity comes in terms of being able to focus on 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 those kinds of things. My husband, he loves the gardening. I couldn't care less about the gardening. I just like looking at it. <laughs> you know, I, don't get it. I don't want to do the gardening. Um, but create, I do believe that each and every one of us who are entrepreneurs, who are leaders, who really want to be with other people, it's important for us that we tap into those spaces within ourselves, our heads and our hearts, that get those creative juices going because that's what is gonna help to be a better leader, a better teammate, a better uh, spouse, a better employee, a better employer, a better relative, whatever it is, because creativity is Huge,
1: huge, you know. I, I'm very sorry that, you know, that that's really not taught in school very much. Um, no, not. When I was in high school, I was in algebra for two weeks. And at the end of the two weeks, the teacher came over and said to me, Lee, today's the last day you can drop out of algebra.
0: <laughs> uh, you and I are very much on the same page with that.
1: And I said, really? So what would you suggest? And he said, art. <laughs> And I said, yes, art, that's exactly what I want to do. Um, I also wasn't allowed to be in the, um, the shop class with the guys. Cause that's what I really wanted to do is to build things yeah, and, and they, sure. they're so old fashioned. They wouldn't let me do that, but they did make me take six months of, um, home, ec- home ec. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For those who don't know what home ec is, it's home <laughs> economics, how right? to clean a house. How to cook, which frankly I, I I like the idea that I don't know what they call it today. They they are offering food courses and cooking courses and that kind of stuff in in some of the schools. I I don't mind that part of it because at least you can sustain yourself,
1: you know. and, 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 and so. The thing with me though is, no matter what I'm in, I'm sort of reorganizing it. Like, oh, you oh well, go. you could teach this better this way or stuff like. That. And the other question I asked all teachers was, yeah. at 16, how do you monetize this? Oh, how do you make geez. monies from this knowledge? Oh, oh they I love it. Oh, my teachers could not wait for me to graduate because they didn't know how to answer any of those questions. Well, they not actually on went the doors. to doors. The- no, yeah. and I would just say, I don't understand why we're learning this. I mean, how does that relate to the big scheme of life? Um, wouldn't it be better if we learn, instead of some, of some of the stuff you're teaching us, like how to balance a checkbook or you know stuff like that. But I'm a very practical person too. Um, but I, I encourage everybody that whatever you used to like to do there's inside of you a big creative person who wants to do it. Your life will be so much better if you will just go play. Find a hobby. Absolutely. Um, and I have made a number of hobbies, professions, such as I was a photographer, I became a professional photographer, um, and traveled around the world for like eight years doing landscape photography all over the world. And
0: how cool is that? Um,
1: it was very cool. And, and if if I hadn't have found this, um, I think God wanted me to do something else because I got arrested in um, Israel as a spy uh, because my passport was so full and I had been to Egypt and Africa for three months. And anyway, you can't remember where you had lunch yesterday and they're asking you all these questions and finally they just arrested me saying I was a spy. And I I went like this because I was very hippie, long, long hair. And I said, really, I look like a spy. And they said, you look exactly like a spy because spy, female spies are very outgoing, very obvious, very, they didn't use the word ballsy, but something like that. Yeah. And you are our number one view of looking for female spies. Oh, wow. How'd you get out of that? Uh, it took three days in the American council. Anyway, I won't be going back. Adventure. There. What oh, it was adventure. It was, yeah, it's funny now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it wasn't funny then. <laughs> <laughs> sure it wasn't funny then. But so it, it's like, sure, li- Life is about stories, you know? Yes, and, and that's a great
0: story. I'm really glad he shared it on the show. Because that you is have a to, brilliant story.
1: And so anyway, I'm just saying to everybody, you know, life is this big adventure. you got to have fun in it. And yeah, I have fun. Yeah. I really have fun. I laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> always.
0: There you go. So Lee, we're getting close to the end of the show. I would love for you to share what is your number one piece of advice for
1: today's entrepreneur? Your point of power in this lifetime is this moment in time. The past is a locked door. The future is your imagination. It is the Mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial use of your energy that will determine what your life is going to look like. You must guard your energy as your greatest asset. It is your currency in life. Uh, I do have a gift for your audience if they'd like it. If you go to five types of energy dot com, spell it out, f-i-v-e, types of energy.com. There are five short five-minute videos that'll come once a week just talking about mental energy physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial. And they're just little reminders that that is your wealth. It's those energies.
0: And every single one of them are wealth. Every single one of them. Well, Lee Melter, thank you so much for being here today on Awaken the Possibilities, and to the Awaken the Possibilities guests. As you know, you can go and watch the video and the audio at www. Why am I saying www.awakenthepossibilities.com? And you can find out about our events, courses, VIP days and our challenges at intuitiveleadership.com. Thank you so much for being here and being with me and allowing me and my guests into your home. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Awaken the Possibilities. To your success and wishing you love and light in everything that you do. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Visit our website at AwakenThePossibilities.com to subscribe to listen and rate our podcast on your favorite platform, such as YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Cashbox, and more. For events, business, mindset, and leadership coaching services and courses, visit our website at IntuitiveLeadership.com. We look forward to sharing more insightful episodes and wish you much success in your business and life.